0: it's time to fire up the three-cylinder star drive the show that sputters along touring a galaxy of pop culture and fanboy fiction and now here are your hosts richard Coots and roger colby hey welcome back to three-cylinder star drive i'm roger colby science fiction novelist i'm richard
1: Coots, and i'm a found of pop culture trivia
0: well this episode of of, uh three-cylinder star drive we're going to do with maximum effort Mm -hmm. we're going to we just saw uh, Deadpool 2 mm-hmm. and we're going to offer a spoiler-free review for you um so richard first impressions
1: oh i loved it i thought it was hilarious
0: <laughs> yeah maybe, i really loved
1: it maybe better than the second one
0: yeah i would say i i would say in a lot of ways it was better than the second one
1: yeah well they they didn't have like the
0: 10-minute sex scene?
1: The 10-minute sex scene. Oh, yeah. So I liked that.
0: That was that much better, They didn't yeah.
1: have, you know, they weren't, like, worried. It, they weren't just trying, doing everything they could to make sure they got the R rating this yeah. time. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, it, it was, uh, what I loved about this one was uh, just, just the uh, total zany humor of it. Mm-hmm. It just didn't, I mean, a lot of the stuff was, like, didn't make sense why it was happening, but it, it's okay because it's Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and the gamut of characters that they have in this is pretty good, too. Mm-hmm. Um, we get to see X-Force form.
1: We do, sort of.
0: Yeah. Sort of. Don't spoil it. I'm
1: man. not going to spoil it. I'm just uh, going to say sort of.
0: But, <laughs> I mean, if, if you've seen the trailer, you've seen that. You've seen some X-Force characters in there. Um, and they are in the film. Uh, and it's pretty funny what happens, but uh, uh, I'll let you see it. Um, so, the uh, I thought that the plot was really... Really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, we introduce Cable. We do. Uh, played you, by Josh Brolin.
1: Yeah, you don't. You don't really. Well, he doesn't get a whole lot of of character uh, characterization in this. I mean, he. I mean, as far as backstory and everything, he um, gets some backstory. He gets some, but it's, it's pretty scant. Yeah, it, it's basically. Uh, it's like, well, you get the idea. Here's the. Here's. What happened? This is pretty much he got the idea. Of what, why he's doing this? Sort of, kind of. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, also, this was also kind of a. There's a lot of things. In, let me just say it this way. There's a lot of things in this movie. It's basically just Ryan Reynolds like going, "Okay, I'm gonna say what I want to say, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna set the record straight here and just do something. And when it happens, oh my gosh! Let me just tell you this stay till the very end of the movie. Oh, I mean yeah. and, and, and even, like, after the credits, because uh-huh. there's so much stuff in there uh, packed in. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was really good in that it was a, a way for us to really see, because the first movie was kind of like, okay, crazy, crazy Deadpool. But this movie was more like, yeah, he's nuts, and he does crazy stuff, and a lot of times it's like he pushes the envelope for what you're supposed to do and goes way over it, mm-hmm. Right. But um, at heart, he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, at heart, he's really out to do what's right. You know, um, it's kind of like Han Solo. You yeah. He, he can't help but do what's right.
1: Sure, sometimes. <laughs> I mean, that's a little different from the comics, but if you're making a movie
0: yeah, thing,
1: you're going to have to make him a little more endearing. Like, there's this one part, and I'm not going to tell you what the whole scene is, but this guy's like, I'll pay you double what you're being paid, what you're already being paid for this. And he's like, you can negotiate. I don't negotiate, pal, which is the exact opposite in the comics. Yeah. If a guy says, I'll pay you double, he'll be like, okay.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, his relationship with Colossus is, is, is explored Colossus, a little yep. more. And we get to see Colossus. You, uh, you will get to see another supervillain super in this. That, you do? And I'm not going to say who it is, but uh, the villain is awesome. When you see it, it's like, oh my gosh, they finally realized mm-hmm. it exactly as it's supposed to be. Um and you know they get to show off some uh, some comic book characters that you're like you've been waiting to see these characters you know it's like oh wow you know you get to see them actually in the film uh domino's pretty good yeah yeah i really peter. like her oh yeah peter 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 you've definitely been waiting peter. to see peter been waiting to see peter you have any superpowers peter no just answered the ad you're in yeah um that's in a trailer so i'm not spoiling anything um No,
1: you can actually go find his his Twitter page, which is pretty funny.
0: The There's an actual Twitter page? Yeah, the character has okay. a Twitter page I want has been for, active
1: since, like, March.
0: Yeah, I want to talk for a little bit about some of the marketing that happened in this. Um, one of the things that happened was uh, Deadpool would show up on TV shows. Like, he showed up on uh, Colbert and took over his monologue, mm-hmm. which was pretty funny. Um, also, if you go to a local Walmart and you go over to the bin, you know, where they have those $5, $6, $6 movies... Mm-hmm. There's a whole rack full of just Deadpool uh, takes on all these different movies like Terminator and stuff. They're the actual movie, like Terminator and what are some of the others? Logan. Oh, Terminator,
1: Logan, the X-Men movie. Yeah,
0: yeah. There's uh, a whole bunch of movies. Predator. Yeah, Predator. And what they've done, and Castaway.
1: Castaway, yeah. And,
0: and, uh, oh, my gosh. And and it's all Uh, the covers. My Cousin Benny. My Cousin Benny. (laughs) All the covers have to do with have Deadpool on them mm-hmm. in some some funny pose or whatever that has to do with the film. So um, you should go check those out too. So that's really... Yeah, that's cool. the
1: thing the brilliant thing about their marketing. Dude, they didn't stop marketing this since the first movie. Since the first movie two yeah. years ago, the marketing has not stopped since then. They kept on marketing all the way up to this from the first movie. <laughs> and, and not even necessarily marketing for this movie, just kept marketing the character <laughs> and the merchandise. And, so
0: Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, also some of the stuff in the film, uh, there's like little nods to, oh, if we get enough money for this one, we'll have another one. You know, it's like they, they, the, there's so much, so much meta going on in this film. Uh, a lot of takes to the side where he looks into the camera and says stuff to the audience. And it's funny because I know that's a comic book thing and I know he does it in the comics. But what Ryan Reynolds has taken it to is like a level of like uh, you feel like you're part of it. You know, you you feel like you're a character in this film, and he's talking to you, and you're you're special, and you know he you get an insight into him. Um, another thing about that's kind of cool about this movie is we get to see uh, a little more of his relationship with his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and that that I won't tell you what happens because it's pretty cool what happens. But um, you is really she get his
1: girlfriend? I'm pretty sure they're married. Are this. they married? I'm pretty sure they're okay, married. They're married. They're married. I think they got. I, I think they got married last. In at the end of the last movie. Oh so. yeah, I mean that's they right. didn't show the marriage, but I'm pretty sure they got married.
0: Yeah. Um. So anyway, but but uh, we get to see their relationship mm-hmm. kind of kind of bloom a little bit, and it's kind of neat to see it. I will um, say
1: that even though it doesn't have uh, all the sex and stuff in it. It was definitely raunchier as far as the 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 <laughs> yeah. humor than the first yeah
0: two. it was pretty raunchy humor in this thing but uh I mean it's it's just deadpool. It's very
1: Ryan Reynolds
0: humor. It is very much Ryan Reynolds. So um but you know I mean it's it's uh I thought it was great. I really mm-hmm. I really had a good time. I, I laughed um, a lot. Yeah I laughed I mean it was really funny.
1: He takes a lot of shots at DC and Greenland he in does this, so.
0: he does. I mean um there's a lot of uh DC bashing in this For sure, but also just kind of making fun of the whole problem of Marvel versus uh, DC versus uh, the Marvel of, you know, Disney and, you know, just all this stuff. It was actually a
1: Disney joke that he was going to have in there, and they forced him to, they forced him to cut it out.
0: Yeah. He was forced
1: to cut it out, most likely due to the impending. uh, Right acquisition of rocks next year
0: yeah um okay so with just go see it it's pretty good um and, and it is our movie yeah so and, and,
1: and it does have nudity sort of i it <laughs> doesn't say it has nudity in the rating but it's got like cgi
0: nudity yeah there's something but it, it, we won't it, talk about we won't, it Won't. but
1: it's it i just say um yeah it's definitely not for the kids of course
0: all right okay I would think that the big R on there would be... Yeah, a, yeah, I know, but people you know, take their kids. They do, um, and you shouldn't. So, all right, so um, next, let's talk about movie of the week.
1: Uh, Fahrenheit 451, the HBO, uh, <laughs> HBO. Adapta- adaptation.
0: All right, here's the thing. All right, so um, I'm a huge Ray Bradbury fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I've read Ray Bradbury for years. I teach Fahrenheit 451 in my classroom some sometimes, um, and uh, I have been waiting for a genuine adaptation of one of my favorite books, one of my favorite science fiction books of all time. I think that Fahrenheit 451, um, the novel itself is so far ahead of its time in that um, he writes about the degeneration of culture and how culture slowly like erodes away when people don't read. And you're, you're seeing that right now. Uh, I would argue that Ray Bradbury's Fahrenheit Four Fifty One is slowly happening. I'm not saying we're going to be burning books anytime soon. I'm just saying that a majority of people don't read books on a regular on a regular basis, um, and 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 it's really kind of sad because that's how you learn uh, better vocabulary. That's how you learn, um, you know, uh, different kinds of thought and different kinds of ideas. Um, but, you know, I mean, we're seeing it happen, um, and if if any time would be right, I think an adaptation of Fahrenheit 451 would be good. Now, I can talk about the Fahrenheit 451 from the 60s, which was directed by Francois Truffaut, but, you know, I don't really want to talk about it because it's so bad. I, I really, you know, I I'm forced to, you know, if I'm going to have, like, some... You know, like, you read the novel, and then you watch a movie in class, right? So... The movie that you have is the Friends Front version, but man, it is so bad. I can't show it and it's so boring. I mean it's yeah. like you sit there and watch it, and you're just like, oh, this is so tiring. But you know what? This this book would make a fantastic miniseries. Right. But what they did is they made a movie.
1: Yeah, they did. They made a movie, and that's probably that's probably its biggest problem. Yeah. Is because it's a movie, it's only about an hour and a half long. Yeah. And everything that happens. Happens way too fast, like uh, Mon- the main character Montag, the uh, the hero, he goes from from uh, being completely uh, brain- what do you want to call it brainwashed, yeah, to in you know like
0: gung ho burn books, yeah, gung ho burn books, yeah,
1: to to uh, a believer in the cause of that in about a span of 15 minutes. It's like wow. a very sudden wow. turn for him, and it's like, it um, doesn't make it now, a sense. Now, I watched steps.
0: about the first 15 minutes of okay. it, and I was not impressed at all. I, I turned it off because I was just like, okay, this is not, I'm wasting my time. I have other things I can do. Um, and, and the problem is, is that the, the shift with Montag, it's the main character in the, mm-hmm. in the book, the shift happens about, oh gosh, a third or halfway through the book is when he starts to change. And and, uh, and it all has to do with with Clarice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Clarice is this young girl that lives next door to him. And she, by her, you know, getting him to question stuff, you know. Uh, and he's it's just this kind of weird kind of love relationship he has with her. It's kind of strange mm-hmm. in the book. It doesn't really, I mean, it's not really alluded to. But um, she's really young, too. Mm-hmm. She's like 15. You know.
1: Okay, well, well, she's a little different in this. She's probably yeah. in her 20s. Right. That. I don't think her name was Clarice in this. No. And she didn't live next to him. She was like an informant. Right. Who... Uh, I hate when they change the book. Yeah. She was like an informant who sells them uh, uh, information about the ills.
0: Yeah. Because honestly, look, let me, just, let me just say why Fahrenheit 451 would make such a great series. Okay, especially nowadays. One of the things that um, Montag's wife has. But she doesn't have a wife in this. Uh, yeah, which is, I don't understand. That, I mean, that's completely wrong. And this is why I quit watching it, because it okay. was so off. Um, but Montag's wife, in the book, she um, medicates just to keep from, like, uh, having to think.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she has these giant TV screens in her living room and there's these TV shows that you can interact with, and you um, you, this is so far ahead of his time. This book was written in the 50s, okay? Mm -hmm. So she she has these uh, TV screens that she interacts with, and she she has lines to read, and then the other characters, they all say their lines, and then they turn to her, and she says her line, and then goes on. And she keeps telling Montag she wants an extra screen so she can put them all the way around her so she can be completely immersed in this virtual world, basically. It's what it is. And it is exactly what's happening now. I mean, people Mm -hmm. are trying to be, you know, trying to escape into these virtual worlds and stuff, you know, almost like uh, Ready Player One. Uh Um, Not quite there yet. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's where it's going. Mm -hmm. And, 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 you know, people are playing like VR video games now Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I mean, and and he was so far ahead of his time. If we could have a realization of that and, and keep true to the book, it would still resonate with audiences and i think it would be you know what there's even a scene where she gets all her she gets all of her blood replaced wow because she ods in in the (laughs) and uh montag comes home and these two guys are like in his house and they're replacing her blood and he just takes it like oh well it's happening again all right and he just goes on and it's like um oh and he and his um his, uh, his boss at work um, actually has books, but he mm. never reads them? Well, that,
1: yeah, that's in this one, too. Actually, okay. he had read them, and his whole thing is, like, when he gets to his position, he's allowed to read these books and stuff, so he knows how to think like the eels to find them <laughs> better. Well, see, um, one of the
0: things that's in the book is that uh, what they did, and he explains how the society became like it is, where books are outlawed. Um, it, it was a thing where you go from, uh, one, uh, what you do is it's like first you start condensing books down, you know, taking parts out of it, you know, to make it simpler and, and, and sports and sports and super sports. And, uh, your society has become more oriented towards sports and, and less toward education and people don't read anymore and you condense it down to picture books and then it goes away completely. And that's pretty much what's happened. Um, and, and we're seeing that happen today. I mean, people will want to watch TV more than they'll pick up a book and read it, you know. And so I'm not to say that some television's not um, thought-provoking, but where do you get your ideas, man? I mean, your, your ideas come from books. I mean, that's where you get... And, and great ideas come from books. And the way that we change our lives and make our lives better come from books. So, um, I mean, honestly... They missed, they missed, this is such a missed opportunity, this HBO special, HBO film. It is such a missed opportunity. It could have been so much better if it was a series. Yeah,
1: well, the real issue is everything kind of, it's like Montag, he he, talked to this girl for a few minutes. What's her name? Clarice. She's got a different name than this. Uh-huh. And then he reads a couple lines of a book that he, that he uh, stole from an eel's house. That she had like all these books strapped around her and lit herself on fire.
0: Oh and, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, in the but, book too. But, but
1: okay, but suddenly he's a he's a believer in in no, you know so free thought. Many like things. within 15 minutes, is the like, mechanical? It doesn't really hound in it? it, huh?
0: Is the mechanical hound in it? I didn't watch The
1: mechanical it. hound. No, um, that's terrible. What? No, I it's not it.
0: Okay, in the firehouses, in the books, in the book. Uh-huh. The firehouses each have a mechanical hound. Nope, and this not in thing, this. This thing, it looks kind of like a big, giant mechanical spider. It's about the mm-hmm. size of a, I don't know, a large dog. And it has needles and stuff on it. And it'll jump on you and inject you and, and poison you. It is just horrifying. It's probably one of the scariest things you'll ever read in a book, honestly. And Ray Bradbury dreamed it up. And if they ever, ever make a miniseries... They need to do the mechanical house okay. because it is something that. so scary, and it, and it's a plot point. It's a major no, plot.
1: They, point. What they do here is they like burn off people's fingertips and their identity.
0: Oh, my gosh. You know, like okay. It
1: takes their identity. But, um, yeah. So what about,
0: okay, let me ask you this question. So you watched it all the way to the end. I did. Okay. So um, in the end, uh, is he in a community where they're all reading books and trying to memorize them?
1: Yes. And okay. the whole thing is, like, the woman that burned herself alive says, Amistice. Okay. And so the whole thing is they're trying to find the Amistice. Hmm. And this group, this community, um, they, they've got the Amistice, apparently it's like in this bird's DNA and (laughs) they've got like this kid protecting it. And he's like got autism or something. And he's like, remember he's like memorized all these books. (laughs) And, um, that's the thing. Like all the people in this little community are, they're like the rebellion. Right. Yeah. um, Yeah. Yeah. Or it is that way in the book. Yeah. Yeah. But they all, what they all do is they all read a book individually and then they, that book becomes their name.
0: Right. Yeah yeah that's and, the way it is in the book okay yeah
1: well um anyways does it eventually somehow he, he I, it's not really made clear how they get how the uh, what are they call the salamanders get led to their little farm community mm-hmm. there but eventually they follow him there and uh the and uh he straps this little transponder to the bird and the bird flies off after they've torched everything and that's pretty much the end you see like a so they destroy widely. the community
0: of people. Yep, everybody's been, oh. dead,
1: but the bird got away. He See, sent the, in the bird book, away. So in I the guess, guess
0: that's not what happened. I
1: guess the bird eventually got to where it was supposed to go.
0: See, um, in the book, it has kind of a somewhat happy ending in that um, that you do breach the community, and it's a secluded community way off somewhere. Nah, they kill them and, all. And uh, everybody, the cities, the the everybody goes to like a new nu- like it's like a world war happens right at the end of it. And these communities are kind of so secluded that they're not involved in the war. And they get to try and continue. So it's the same kind of deal. It's like, oh, um, you want to read The Odyssey? Well, he's over there. You just go yeah. see so-and-so, he's The Odyssey. Or you want to read um, Of Mice and Men? He's, she's she's walking around over there. And so it's like, um, that's kind of what happens in the book. But that's really a shame yeah, that they I, would do I that. I think
1: this movie, and it was pretty low budget. I mean, it didn't look low budget, but they didn't do... A whole lot. Well, good so, grief, man! With so HBO, it at, I think with its they, giant I think they budgets and stuff, why not? I think they probably spent all their budget paying for Michael B. Jordan and Michael <laughs> Shannon.
0: That's wrong.
1: Which were the stars? They were the stars.
0: Yeah. So okay, um, well, yeah,
1: but anyways, he becomes a true believer, and then the rest of the movie kind of just kind of just you know chugs along. There's nothing <laughs> really interesting throughout it. Everything kind of just happens. Okay. So not really worth watching. I all don't right. think.
0: Yeah, um, stick to the book, kids. Read the book, because that's what's most important, books. Okay. All right, so I guess that's all we have for this week. Um, we're going to be uh, releasing pretty soon um, two brand-new episodes of two brand-new podcasts. One is uh, called Southern Fried Christianity, which should hit pretty soon. I don't know, probably next week. Um, and then uh, I'll have the first episode of uh, this of, um writing his hard work up this week. Uh, Look for that on the website, rogerdcolby.com. That's my website where you can go and find this podcast and other podcasts that we do. Um, Just go to uh, rogerdcolby.com, D as in David, and then click on the link that says podcasts and scroll down and you'll see all our podcasts that we do. All right, so until next week, I'm Roger Colby.